Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Plantsman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Could it be that our rulers are blithering idiots? Back when I was a youngin' growing up in Limey Land in the 1950s, there was a thing called a blithering idiot. You readers, having been socialized to lived experience America, may shy away from such direct talk, such violation of the eternal culture of safe spaces, especially if you have internalized the CIO council culture at Stanford. But in our present past, in the good old USA, nearly two years since the start of what experts agree is the Biden bomb cyclone administration, I think that the only way to make sense of today's America is to say that we are governed by blithering idiots. When we say blithering idiots, we are not saying that the problem is not so much the malevolence of our rulers demonstrate as just ordinary human stupidity of the type immoralized by the Keystone Cops. I think the present annual event of an annual one-size-fits-all omnibus spending package is not a sign of evil intent on the Pelosi and Schumer front, but a sign that we are governed by blithering idiots. Because you see, if Pelosi and Schumer's were really in control of things, they wouldn't need to fund the government by gussing up an annual government shutdown emergency and finalizing all their dirty deals with special interests high and low in the dark of 4,000 pages. Every year, their spending plans would be gloriously broadcast in the light of day. If our liberal friends were really confidently in charge, they wouldn't need to be oppressing us with their cancel culture. You don't need cancel culture when you already own the future. Cancel culture, the reigns of terror and great purges, is a backhand admission of failure. If our democratic friends really felt that they owned the future, They wouldn't need to bother about chasing Trump around and stigmatizing his followers as armed insurrectionists and going to enormous effort to prosecute January 6th rioters. 
They would just know that they would win at the next election. If our Bidenoid friends were really in the saddle, they would not be passing fake ARMA, Inflation Reduction Acts. No fact checkers need apply. If university liberals were really confident and secure, they would not need to exclude racist, sexist, homophobe conservatives from faculty appointments. Because, since their ideas were better, they would be bound to win in the future, no matter how many bigoted conservatives were trying to pollute innocent student minds. If political liberalism were the answer to life, the universe, everything, it wouldn't be necessary to have a cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency run web pages detailing misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation, and their relation to foreign and domestic threat actors. If our national intelligence community were on the up and up, it wouldn't be necessary for the FBI to respond to the publication of the Twitter files by issuing whining complaints about conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. Hey, nobody beats the FBI discrediting the FBI. Here's a sci-fi author, Sarah Hoyt, listing a few things that are broken, that our rulers are making worse. Says she, Our education system is broken. We really don't teach much of anything. Our distribution is broken, as in just-in-time and outsourced production to slave states. Our production is broken. Our people need a purpose making things. Our commerce and service industry is broken. Our thinking jobs are broken. Hoyt mentions the problem that our governing classes are mentally damaged morons trying to run this according to the always idiotic philosophy of a guy who died at the edge of a mass industrialization. Do you think she is just being too polite about government and blithering idiots? I have an idea. My idea is that the government is not really much in this world unless the Nazis are marching or the commies are coming. Most of the things of this world are best done by human learning to trust each other and working together in the little platoons of life. Families, churches, mutual aid association, businesses, supplying products and services. Because the basis of successful human endeavor in humans, working together and learning to trust each other. You think the Inflation Reduction Acts or annual omnibus spending bills or cancel culture at universities or FBI's gnawing on the bones of suspected domestic threat actors or social media shadow-banning conservative actors is doing us any good? If you think that you are moving the arc of history towards justice with your 
politics then. As the Brits would say, you are probably a blithering idiot. And it's probably time for you to take your arthritic fingers off the levers of political power. Or, as I would say, big government and leftist politics is a royal road to injustice, not to mention a good way of building a mountain of skulls. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription mailed within the United States is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 870-427-3414 Okay, uh, welcome back everyone. Uh, I said before that uh, I don't write these commentary pieces, but when I read them, uh, most things I do agree with, almost all things, but sometimes every now and then, uh, you know, a really good commentary piece will uh, have something in it that uh, I, I don't uh, uh, I don't believe uh, to be true. Uh, this commentary piece mentioned uh, Nazis uh, in a bad way. Uh, so, uh, that was in that commentary. I didn't write it. So, uh, you know, I don't want anyone thinking uh, that I am against anything uh, that Adolf Hitler did, because I certainly am not. Uh, my belief is, if uh, Adolf Hitler had his way, uh, America wouldn't be in the shape it is in today. Uh, so, I just wanted to uh, clarify that, because, uh, you know, uh, I don't want my listeners thinking that uh, uh, I am an anti-Nazi uh, or uh, neo-Nazi person, because I am not. I have uh, lots of friends 
uh, that are neo-Nazis. So uh, no jabs in there uh, to my uh, neo-Nazi friends. Uh, okay, uh, you know, this talked about a lot of things uh, uh, where America stands right now. And uh, we're, let's, we're going to get into some articles this evening uh, as just to why uh, America is in the shape it's in. Uh, most of my listeners, we know why. Uh, but uh, if, if there's anyone listening, you know, that doesn't know or uh, you have a friends or family uh, that maybe you can't get through to, uh, they call you crazy uh, because of some of your ideals uh, and, and th uh, thought process, uh, have them listen to the show uh, because uh, we're not alone. Uh, we are a majority of uh, uh, America's population. Okay, we'll start with this one. Uh, this one comes from uh, Yahoo.com. Uh, this really irritated me when I saw this. Uh, the headline is, as a Muslim mom, my family doesn't celebrate Christmas, but we can't avoid the fanfare. Uh, you know, uh, any, uh, uh, we'll start off with this, any uh, Muslims in America uh, that doesn't like uh, my religion, uh, that doesn't like my Christian uh, celebrations, and you feel uh, offended, uh, like here, uh, this uh, uh, person, thing, uh, Dune Goon, <coughs> uh, can't avoid the fanfare. Sure you can. You can, any Muslim can avoid America's fanfare. Uh, any Muslim can avoid uh, having to see uh, our Christian celebrations. It's very easy. Uh, get the hell out of my country. Uh, why would I change? Could you imagine going to a Muslim comp, uh, country and uh, uh, complaining to them uh, that you're a Christian and you're offended? Uh, you would be on your knees with a sword going across the back of your neck fairly quickly, I believe. Uh, so don't come here uh, bitching and moaning uh, about my Christian country. Get the hell out if you don't like it. It's simple. Uh, the article here, uh, do you want a reindeer, Santa, or snowman? The nurse asked my toddler after taking his blood pressure. He looked at me puzzled, not fully grasping what she meant. Um, snowman, he'll take a snowman. Uh, I intervened to, help, intervened to help him out. The doctor's office was decked out with wreaths and red ribbons. My son lured by the decorations. It's pretty, Mommy, he told me. Yes, it's really nice, I acknowledged. Uh, as a treat for how cooperative he was with the pediatrician, we made a quick stop at the library, only to be greeted by a gigantic Christmas tree with lots of presents neatly packed underneath. Mesmerized by the lights, my son fixated on what uh, was new to him. The librarian bid us a hearty Merry Christmas before leaving. <clears throat> In the process of trying to keep my son at bay, I merely smiled and made an exit with him. Being a pandemic kiddo, he hasn't gone out much thanks to COVID-19. It's only this year that we've been exploring more in the process. A newfound issue is coming up. Explaining the holidays. 
mainly Christmas to my son. Uh, you know, uh, if, if and, uh, you know, I really don't know why uh, any white person would want to go to a Muslim country. But, uh, you know, uh, if you didn't want to see uh, the Muslim culture, don't go there. Uh, if you do go there, uh, get used to the Muslim uh, uh, culture because uh, you wouldn't expect Muslims to change for you. Uh, so why in the hell should we change for them? Uh, you know, uh, white Americans today, we have no idea uh, really uh, what the hell is going on in our country because we are expected to cater to every misfit that's in this country, every one of them. Uh, we're expected to cater to queers uh, so we don't hurt their feelings. Uh, just all, all kinds of things. Uh, yeah, uh, go be a queer in another country because this is a Christian country. Uh, and as Christians, true Christians, we know that homosexuality uh, uh, is a sin. We know that race mixing is a sin. So, you know, I really don't want these people uh, in my country. I really don't because... Uh, it's almost as if we are forced to sin. Now, I'm not saying if you are unfortunate enough to have to work beside uh, non-whites. I'm not saying that you go to work and uh, put them down or uh, call them uh, uh, racial slurs or names. At least not that they hear you. Uh, I'm not saying to do that. You know, we have to, uh, well, we're forced. We'll put it this way. We don't have to, but we're forced. Uh, to, to live in this uh, multiculturalized and diverse uh, country uh, that, that it's turning into, uh, not by people like myself that want it, uh, but we're, we're forced by our government to uh, uh, have to uh, uh, deal with this. It's, so, you know, I'm saying, you know, if... Uh, uh, you're at work and Julio says hello to you. Uh, sure, you can say hi, Julio, and uh, you know be on your way. But what, what, where the race mixing comes in, is if Julio asks you if you want to uh, uh, have a couple of shots of tequila uh, in his place after work, or go to the bar, and uh, you as a white do that, that is miscegenation. That is race mixing. Uh, so, you know, the more of these uh, mud races that come into America, uh, it, it's pushing uh, white people to the minority that we don't know, uh, you know. You don't know how to act in public anymore. You're expected to act like anything but white. Or uh, you're called a racist, you're called a bigot, uh, you're called a white supremacist. Uh, I kind of I like the name white supremacist because uh, I didn't make my myself or my white race supreme. Uh, God did that. Uh, we are God's chosen people, uh, so we are supreme. The white race. So when I'm called a, a white supremacist, I take it as a compliment. Uh, you know, somebody calls me that, I say thank you for noticing. You're absolutely correct. Oh, now back to this uh, uh, offended uh, Muslim. Uh, while folks are more generous and there is a merriment in the air, the choice to words is critical. You see, my family and I are Muslims. 
Christmas is not a holiday we celebrate. While it's nice to see the decor and the lights in some ways public spaces, ought to be sensitive to different cultures and religions especially if we don't observe the holiday. Now, here's what I mean. This is how we are supposed to cater to invaders to our country. And that's exactly what they are. They are invaders. Uh, you know, uh, uh, like th th this woman uh, pretty much saying uh, that we need to change or not uh, show our uh, white Christian roots in our country. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, that that uh, uh, irritates me uh, to no end when the solution is simple. You don't like it here? Get the hell out. You knew what you were coming to uh, uh, when you came here as a Muslim. You knew you were coming to a white Christian country. So when you see white Christian culture in the country you invaded or you wanted to come to, shut the hell up. If you don't like it, leave. Go back to uh, your motherland. Uh, because I know for myself, I don't intend to change for anyone. Uh, I, I don't care if uh, my talk is politically correct. I don't care uh, if what I say uh, uh, insults or uh, uh, somebody doesn't like, offends. That's the word I'm looking for. I don't care if something I say offends uh uh, non-whites in my country or uh, queers. I don't care. Be, uh, be offended. Uh, you know, the truth hurts. And, you know, uh, we as whites, when we say things like that, uh, uh, they know that we are right because they become offended. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just like racial slurs. You know that the racial slur fits the, the, uh, fits the race, the shoe fits perfectly, because it pisses them off. If it didn't, they wouldn't be mad. Uh, one example, uh, and I've used this on a show before. Uh, I remember being in about uh, fourth grade, and uh, I was always uh, racially aware. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to be around uh, uh, non-white children. And luckily, uh, I grew up in a uh, pretty much all-white uh, school. Uh, but every now and then you would see uh, uh, you know, your black person or two uh, in town, and I didn't like them. Uh, I didn't want them here. I didn't like the smell of them. Uh, I didn't like the attitudes uh, of them. Uh, I didn't like the arrogance of them. So uh, I remember in the library, uh, because we had libraries. So, see, well, God forbid, when I went to school, we were taught to read. Uh, yes, God forbid. Uh, you can't have that in today's time. But anyhow, I was in library class, and uh, I looked up the uh, N-word. And, you know, this is family-friendly radio, and uh, uh, there are places where uh, the N-word uh, spoken uh, is against the law. And uh, my show is listened to worldwide so i have to be uh careful to what i say uh personally i have no uh i don't see that the n-word is offensive and it shouldn't be offensive here's how it become offensive i remember the dictionary and i looked up the n-word i don't even know if it's still in there 
Well, yeah, I believe it is, only this time it, it, the definition has changed because now it's called a derogatory uh, word towards black people. But the original definition of the N-word was someone that was stupid, uh, someone that was lazy. Uh, it described uh, uh, most of your black people to a T. Uh, now, I say most. Uh, because, you know, there are, uh, I won't say super intelligent non-whites. Uh, and I do believe that some of the uh, non-whites that do uh, show a little more intelligence uh, than their culture, uh, somewhere down the line, I believe it was mixed with uh, white blood somewhere. Uh, but anyhow, this is why black people are affected by the N-word. Because the definition, the original definition, fit them to a T. Uh, you know, uh, for example, let's say, uh, okay, let's say the original word honky or cracker meant stupid, slow, uneducatable, uncivilized. And let's suppose that she was on the other foot and that fit. Uh, the white race, which it doesn't. Uh, we know what, who's, what race it fits, but it doesn't. But I'm just saying, theoretically think, uh, speaking, if uh, uh, honky or cracker meant a stupid, dumb, slow, retarded person, and that was a quality of the white race, we would be enraged to be called uh, cracker or uh, honky. Uh, that would irritate us. But it doesn't. Racial slurs towards me as a white, it doesn't matter because uh, it, it, they are untrue uh, words. And, uh, you know, uh, a majority of people understand, you know, like when you are called a uh, cracker or a hoggy, you have to look at the intelligence of the race that's coming up with these names. Now, when you have a race with the average IQ of 70, which is borderline retarded, and you have them calling you as a white person uh, all these uh, racial slurs towards white people, which, you know, uh, there is no uh, uh, other, non-whites can't be racist uh, by law, uh, by, by our government's law, they can't be racist, uh, only white people. But uh, that's why the shoe fit. Uh, anyhow, I got way off subject uh, uh, with this article. But anyhow, uh, the bulk of the story, a Muslim mother thinks that we white Christians in our own white Christian country should bow down and uh, uh, appease her and her religion. Listen, our forefathers didn't found America to be multi multicultured, uh, diverse. Our founding fathers founded America as a white Christian country, and it was supposed to remain a white Christian country. Uh, even Abraham Lincoln, <coughs> you know, uh, he freed the slaves. A lot of people hate him because he freed the slaves, but a lot of people don't know when he freed the slaves, he wanted them sent back to Africa because 
Abraham Lincoln knew that eventually uh, the race mixing and the muddy, muddying of uh, white blood was bound to happen. Uh, I don't know why uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln didn't get his wishes, uh, but he was absolutely correct, though. Look where we are. Uh, that's just one problem uh, in America. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Okay, here. Uh, this one comes from CBSNews.com. Uh, leftist media. Uh, the headline is, Widow of Asylum Seeker Who Took His Own Life Begs New York City Shelters to Take Mental Health More Seriously. Uh, the article here is a wife of a Venezuelan asylum seeker who died by apparently taking his own life spoke out Thursday. She hopes the city can be forced to take mental health issues more seriously and add many additional Spanish-speaking staff members to shelters. You know, we shouldn't have an overabundance of... Uh, uh, Languages in, uh, I'm trying to think of languages in America. English should be it. Our English language. Of course, you know, every now and then you'll have the turd uh, flush through uh, uh, that you'll see. But it, it, we should not have non-whites living in our country. You know, if they want to come visit, sure. Uh, but a limit, a time limit. Uh, at one time, America only uh, left immigrants from white European countries here because those people came here uh, to work. They were coming here to better America. Uh, these scumbags are coming to tear down America, uh, and they're doing it right in front of your eyes. And you know, so many people, uh, so many people don't see this. Uh, the article continues here. Uh, police were again called to a Long Island City hotel turned shelter where earlier this month a 26-year-old man reportedly took his life inside a room he shared with his wife and three-year-old daughter. Uh, there you go. Uh, Non-white people, if you're listening to the show, don't come here. Uh, it'll make you kill yourself. <laughs> You have to see how this is BS. Why would uh, uh, a, a non-white uh, savage come to our country only to kill himself when he's put up in a motel room? Get real. Get real. And I've seen pictures of some of these uh, hotels that they're in. Uh, I've seen articles where uh, some hotels, uh, they have a room service. So get the hell out of here uh, with a sob story about coming here and then committing suicide. I call BS. I call BS. If you wanted to kill yourself, you would have did it in your own scumbag nation. Uh, uh, three more of the children remain in Venezuela with relatives. <laughs> Stay there. Daddy's dead. Daddy's dead, uh, so stay. Keep, keep, stay there. Don't come up. Uh, your daddy, come up here, and uh, he couldn't handle uh, 
the white life, uh, so he killed himself. Uh, this should be a uh, uh, a warning signal to any non-white uh, that's thinking or planning on coming to America. Number one, we are racist. We treat non-whites horribly. And plus, now, uh, uh, coming to America somehow makes you want to kill yourself. So, uh, stay, stay home. Uh, anyhow, uh, Cardi posted a GoFundMe, a plea to help John O's family pay for funeral expenses. Why would any white person contribute money to a non-white that came here illegally, uh, who knows what crimes uh, they were into, because that's BS too, and uh, you, you hear Biden saying about these nice people. Uh, look at uh, the border situation. Do these look like nice people coming here? Look at the crimes they commit, the se uh, sex trafficking, uh, the the bring here. Do you think they're coming here to better America? This is why their own countries are shitholes. And that's what they want to do here. They want to turn America, because see, it's not, America ain't a crap hole yet. So, you know, they can get their free money and get whatever they can grab. And then, you know, uh, once they would turn America uh, into a shithole, guess what? They'll move somewhere else. They'll go to another uh, white country and do the same thing. These people are like a cancer. They are a cancer. They are a burden uh, on our society. Uh, and then she says uh, uh, what she would like to express is that she's very grateful for all the support we have given her so far, Cardi said. Now listen, uh, I'm not even going to go any further uh, in TV uh, articles. My main point is here, why would we be allowing mentally ill people into our country? Why should we have mentally ill people flooding our borders that we have to take care of, just like this scumbag, and I want somebody to pay for his funeral? Don't come here. We Look, America has enough mentally ill people. Uh, uh, take a look at the pride parades, the uh, homosexual story hour. We got enough mentally mentally ill people in America. We don't need to take in any more. Uh, they're a strain. They're a burden. Uh, it, 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 why would you come here to kill yourself? Uh, even there, uh, there, even a uh, dead immigrant is costing America money. Imagine that. You can't win. Uh, good grief. And it's true. It's true. There's a dead non-white costing us money. Plus whatever damage was done to the uh, uh, hotel. Uh, it didn't say there, I don't believe, uh, how he killed himself. But it was in front of his uh, wife. And uh, daughter, now what a real scumbag that is, huh? Uh, right in front of his uh, wife and his uh, daughter. This is what this scumbag thought of his family. 
you know, when these people come here like this, third world degenerates, and uh, they don't care about their own family. Do you think they care about yours? Do you think these people care about your white life when their own people don't matter to them? Think about that. That's another problem uh, in America. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this this article, I don't even know. Uh, this game may have already been played. Uh, it's a, I think it's an older article. Uh, but th this really irritated me, too. This comes from the Washington Examiner. The headline is, Sun Bowl cancels El Paso event after facility is turned into a thousand-caught shelter for immigrants. Now, listen, I, I don't follow uh, sports, uh, professional sports in America anymore. Now, I don't know about colleges. Uh, I don't know if we have uh, ungrateful uh, non-whites taking a knee to our anthem in college. So I'm not really supporting uh, this Sun Bowl. But this is an American uh, event that had to be canceled to house third world deplorables. Can you imagine that? Canceling American things to house scumbags. Uh, this comes out of El Paso, Texas. Uh, the article here, a majority a major community event on the eve of the Sun Bowl college football game next week has been canceled as a result of the city's decision to use the convention center to house up to 1,000 immigrants living on the streets downtown. You know, uh, Christmas morning I got up and I was uh, uh, going through uh, news articles and I saw it come across this article and uh, uh yeah, El Paso is where it was. Uh, maybe this is some of the same uh, 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 people they were talking about. But it was saying uh, these poor immigrants out in the cold on Christmas morning. Uh, yeah, the left will take any chance it can get to try to pull on your heartstrings as a white person. Number one. We didn't put them on the streets. They came here willingly. Uh, you know, if if you're going to okay, say for example, if you're if uh, as a white person, you wanted to go to a non-white country. Now I don't know why you would want to go, but let's just say that you knew when you got there that uh, you were going to be digging ditches, sewer ditches. Are you still going to go? Of course not. Uh, do you think these uh, uh, third world deplorables didn't know it was cold in America? Uh, this time, well, uh, most of America, uh, uh, at least northern, uh, anyhow, uh, speaking of, well, I'll get to that later, but uh, 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 that winter storm, Elliot, thank goodness that moved out of here. Uh, my area with wind chills, uh, we saw 33 below zero uh, here in uh, my area. So that's cold. And the same story said it was 20 degrees in El Paso. And uh, it was a shame. Uh, uh, these third world deplorables were on the street Christmas morning cold. Uh, 20 degrees isn't cold. At least not for my area. 
And even if they were brought here at 33 below zero to my region, I didn't tell them to come here. Uh, if you want to come here and freeze to death, uh, go ahead. It's one less mouth to feed. Uh, one less dollar maybe out of the uh, taxpayer's money. Well, more than a dollar, but uh, out of the taxpayer's money. But don't give me the sob story. Uh, you know, you should know uh, America's climate. <clears throat> when you head it out from your uh, uh, third world deplorable country, uh, you should have taken into account what season uh, you were going to be running to uh, in America. So, <clears throat> and another point, when I saw that, you know, Christmas morning, I thought about, uh, you know, homeless people on Christmas. Now, uh, I didn't have a uh, big Christmas, but it was a nice Christmas. And my thoughts were going out to people that had nothing to eat Christmas Day. Uh, you know, didn't have Christmas morning with family. And I'm talking uh, white veterans and, uh, you know, white people and even families that are living in the streets in cardboard boxes because they lost their jobs when Biden destroyed our economy. Those were the people I was thinking of. The people that didn't ask to be living in the streets. But right away, the left has to post that these poor immigrants Christmas morning uh, in the cold. It said frigid weather. Frigid weather. And it was 20 degrees. Uh, that's far uh, from frigid. Uh, <laughs> at least for my uh, area. But anyhow, there you go. I canceled a American event, the Sun Bowl, to house some deplorables. There's another problem uh, in America. Uh, now, this, this article comes from, uh, let's see here, uh, New York Daily News. The headline is, Mayor Adams absent as winter storm hit uh, New York City. Gallivanting on vacation, says critic. I know where he is, says deputy mayor. Uh, this uh, Mayor Adams is black. Uh, you've heard me say a million times on the show, and it's the truth. Uh, a white country should not have anyone but white people governing it. Uh, go to any non-white country across the world and see if you find white people trying to govern non-white people. Uh, I don't have the statistics, so I, I can't uh, give you any statistics. But I can guarantee you a non-white country doesn't have the amount of white people governing them as what America does, non-whites trying to govern us. Uh, now this Mayor Adams, uh, he's out on vacation. Uh, the city of New York, I saw pictures of it. They got blasted. Uh, they had feet of snow. And here you have this yo-yo out uh, on vacation. Do you think this black mayor 
cares about New York City and its citizens? Apparently not. He's out having fun. Uh, this is another reason why non-whites do not belong uh, in our government, plain and simple. All they care about is themselves. And not just uh, non-whites. I saw an article uh, earlier today uh, that Biden is going on vacation again. Uh Look at the shape America is in. And you have this numbnuts going on vacation. That's unbelievable. It showed a picture of him uh, on his uh, bike, all smiling. Now, you know, it didn't show the full picture of the bike. I'm sure it was probably on a stand, so the dumbass didn't upset while they were taking the picture. And I, I, the article said, I should have grabbed that for this evening. The article said that Biden, since being in office, has spent 40% of his time on vacation. Yeah, and this, this is the guy uh, leading America, supposedly. 40% of his time has been uh, on vacation. Uh, black New York, New York City Mayor, Mayor Adams, out gallivanting while... Uh, uh, New York City uh, uh, citizens are dealing with uh, that winter storm, Elliot. Because this, uh, this uh, I remember uh, as a kid, uh, in my region at least, uh, as a kid, when it snowed, you probably got your first snow around November, uh, December at the latest, and you didn't see a blade of grass until spring. Now, <laughs> I'm not foolish. I'm not blaming this on uh, uh, global warming. Global warming is BS too. Uh, yeah, actually, you know how you see the commercials where they'll show the polar bears and it shows the ice getting smaller and smaller till pretty soon the mama bear has nowhere to go with her cubs. That's BS. Uh, Factually, the uh, polar bear population is on the rise. So, uh, uh, but anyhow, uh, well, I lost the point that I was trying to make uh, with the weather. All about how damaging uh, uh, Mayor Adams there from uh, New York City. Uh, just taking off out having a good time. Uh, Winter Storm Elliot, this was the coldest that I have seen it for many years. Uh, the cold was brutal. Uh, so I can imagine even for, further north uh, in New York what they got for uh, the mayor out Galilee. It wasn't going to ruin his Christmas. Uh, the, we the weather was that bad. I was going to uh, uh, premiere uh, my live show, Live from the Rust Belt, uh, on Christmas Day. Uh, but due to frozen pipes and water damage, uh, I, I was unable to. Uh, I still have uh, problems here. Uh, but anyhow, uh, hopefully, uh, Live from the Rust Belt 
is going to happen. Uh, I believe it's uh, January 8th, that Sunday. Uh, everything should be cleaned up. So, uh, But I, this is what I mean. It was really uh, bad. Uh, this next article here, uh, you know, uh, from day one, I have said that uh, uh, this COVID jab is bad news. Number one, they threw it together too quickly. Number two, I don't trust the government. Uh, and now, finally, uh, the truth is coming out about this uh, jab. You know, you, you really don't hear too many people anymore bragging that they got the jab. And you don't hear too many people uh, that were foolish enough to take in this experimental drug. You don't hear too much of them uh, saying anything uh, anymore about people that didn't get vaccinated. Uh, I imagine there's probably a lot of people, uh, not just across America, but across the world, that are second-guessing should have they got the jab. Uh, here, this comes from uh, BangkokPost.com. The headline is, Experts warn of mRNA jab link to acute heart issues. That's right. Uh, you've heard of people getting uh, blood clots. Uh, I forget what that paralysis of the face is. Uh, but it makes their face look uh, as though uh, they're having a stroke. Now, I guess that uh, subsides after a while, but does it? I mean, what caused that to happen? What caused this uh, uh, experimental drug uh, to make some people's faces droop as if they had a uh, stroke? Years down the road, we're going to find out. Uh, this article here, uh, an emerging disease expert a emerging disease expert has voiced concern over the apparent link between a spat of heart-related symptoms among recipients of vaccines made while using the mRNA technique, saying even though the risk is low, its impact on the heart is rather sudden and severe. Now here they say the risk is low. Uh, you know what, I'll take my chances uh, catching uh, COVID to where you have a 99.97 chance of survival, then I will a low risk of destroying my heart. Uh, you know, I'll take that chance any day of, of catching COVID. Uh, well, actually, I've had COVID uh, twice. Uh, it's not pleasant, but it, it, it's survivable. It, it's very much so survivable. Uh, I've seen people this year uh, with the flu uh, their flu symptoms are much worse than any of the uh, uh, COVID symptoms were. Uh, you don't see us masking up every flu season, do you? Uh, you know, and you don't have the government threatening almost to door-to-door -door giving you flu shots either, do you? you got to ask yourself, why such this push for an experimental drug? Uh, citing the results of a study by German doctors, which were published on November 27th, Dr. Theravat uh, Haimakaduha, chief of the Thai Red Cross's Emerging Infectious Diseases Health Center, 
uh, said that there have been at least 25 cases of sudden death occurring within a week from a patient receiving an mRNA vaccine. Uh, we have all kinds of uh, deaths, unexplainable deaths happening. And, uh, you know, they're not going to come out and say, yeah, oh, well, sorry, uh, maybe we should have done some more research on this jab. Actually, uh, I think they did do research uh, on this jab just as they uh, created COVID. Uh, I'm sure they had a uh, or have a uh, uh, a cure. A cure for it. You don't make uh, some kind of deadly disease and not have a, uh, a cure for it. Uh, in my opinion, they knew exactly what this jab was going to do. That's why they pushed so hard. Population control. I know. Uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, all the deaths were recorded as resulting from either uh, myocarditis or uh, uh, Petri carditis and had occurred in people aged between 45 and 75 who had received an mRNA vaccine, uh, he said in his Facebook post. Uh, myocarditis is, is infl inflammation of the heart muscle and pericarditis is inflammation of the outer lining of the heart. All these 25 cases of heart conditions were confirmed in autopsies carried out within a week of the mRNA vaccine, he said. Uh, I don't even have to get into the rest of the article. Uh, you know, as more and more information comes out about uh, this experimental jab, uh, I have to you, you have to wonder uh, how many people now are still glad they got it. Uh, I don't see anybody bragging about it anymore or wearing the little sticker I got by shot. Uh, they were foolish. Uh, this next uh, article, this comes from the Daily Caller. We hear all kinds of uh, uh, obscene books uh, that are in the schools of children. Uh, the headline to this is, Here's what's in the obscene books being removed from schools across the country. Uh, now, if, if, if this is too... Uh, uh, well, I may have to censor uh, some of the things. I, I didn't look at this article, so I have no idea uh, uh, what's going to be said in it. But uh, the way it sounds, I'll have to censor it. Uh, the article here, through 2022, parents across the country have fought to have books deemed age-appropriate and pornographic removed from schools. Across 5,000 schools, more than 1,600 book titles were removed in the 2021-2022 school year, according to NBC News. Uh, you know, from the first sentence, through 2022, parents across the country fighting to have pornographic and inappropriate books taken out of school libraries. Don't you think that that should be a job for the school? You know, why would parents ever think that that kind of filth would be in a school to begin with? What kind of school system is going to show your child inappropriate 
and pornographic books. I'll tell you what school. America's public school system. Uh, this is a, a reason why I push for uh, a homeschooling. That's the only safe way that you can teach your child in today's times. Schools aren't safe. Uh, I have a, uh, a website here. Anybody interested in homeschooling uh, to get your start, check out www.whitepridehomeschool.com. Uh, the books most commonly removed from schools including Gender Queer, a memoir, and All Boys Aren't Blue contain, contains images of masturbation and explicit descriptions of sexual encounters. This is at your child's school. Uh, I don't know how, as a parent, you could hear this and still send your child to public school systems. Uh, you know, uh, you should be jumping to teach your child uh, to homeschool. Uh, parents across the country have organically risen to fight the obviously age-inappropriate material that has crept into public schools. Brooke Stevens, a member of Utah Parents United, a group focused on parental rights, in education, told the Daily Caller News Foundation. Once they see it, they know it's wrong, and they won't give up until it's gone. Gender Queer, the most challenged book in schools, is about a character with E, M, ear pronouns navigating being queer. The book contains cartoon images of a boy masturbating and performing oral sex on another man. Not only is this uh, wrong, now you tell me that that isn't grooming a child, even if it's a cartoon picture of a child performing oral sex on a man. Uh, again, I don't know how you could hear this as a parent and be okay with it. Uh, sure, homeschooling may be a little inconvenient. Uh, you know, maybe it'll interrupt a game that you're watching on TV or uh, maybe mom can't go play bridge uh, one evening a week. But isn't your child worth it? If not, they should be. Uh, if, if your child isn't worth keeping safe, you do not. You should not have children. Plain and simple. If you read that or you hear this, and you still send your child to public school, you should have never had children. Uh, All boys aren't blue. A memoir about the experience of a black queer boy growing up. Uh, does not contain graphic images, but describes graphic sexual encounters. Uh, this this is what's in this book. Uh, it's this is a a, a, a sentence uh, in this book. He reached his hand down and pulled out my uh, starts with a D, uh, rhymes with lick. Uh, all boys aren't blue states. 
he quickly went to giving me head. I just sat back and enjoyed it, as I couldn't tell he was, as, as I could tell he was too. Uh, you know, for God's sake, I'm not even getting any further into this article. This is what's in your child's school. You know how this ended up in, your, in the school? Because you sat on your asses when this first started and you tolerated uh, homosexuality uh, in our country. You tolerated it. You sat on your ass and you didn't do anything. Uh, now your child is being exposed to this type of thing because you idle, because you did nothing. Uh, if that makes you feel like shit, uh, it should. It should. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go through uh, a couple of these articles here quickly. Uh, uh, Democrats outraged over Christmas Eve drop-off at VP uh, uh, Kamala Harris's house. Good for her. Uh, Christmas Eve. What if she took them in and gave them cocoa and cookies? Bet not. I bet to, uh, uh, she had security there. Uh, I'll bet you they were uh, escorted away. You know, but this is where these uh, uh, third world degenerates should go. Uh, old Cacklehead, she's one. She welcomed them. She invited them. Uh, now take care of them. Uh, this here is a blaze. Uh, I couldn't believe this either. Uh, a Nancy Pelosi building, an LGBTQ museum, and $200 million for gen gender equity and more in the new federal spending bill. This is your tax dollars. A Nancy Pelosi building. Uh, you know, they could just put Nancy Pelosi's name on any uh, wine and spirit shop in America and, and call that her building. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty obvious. Uh, she gets a little tanked uh, well, but on occasion, uh, I'd say most days. Uh, so there, uh, a Nancy Pelosi building should just be a wine and spirit store. Uh, that would cost nothing uh, to put her name on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, this article comes from the New York Post. Uh, let me get to it here. A top school principal hides academic awards in name of equity. That's right. Hides awards. Now, I spoke about this, uh, oh shoot, probably a year ago, over a year ago, when uh, California came out and said that uh, math was racist. Now, uh, loyal listeners, you've heard this story probably a thousand times. But if uh, you are new to the show and listening for the first time or only listened to a couple shows, uh, here's what this, this is also going on in public schools. Now, I'll talk about the math in California because they said that math was racist. Uh, math was racist because white children can learn math. Uh, white children, uh, probably by the eighth grade. I think I had algebra in eighth grade. Uh, I was quite good in algebra. 
not today. Uh, I never had uh, opportunities to use uh, algebra after school, so uh, you know I don't know any of it now. Uh, but eighth grade as a white algebra, uh, you probably have uh, well, we'll say blacks. You probably have blacks, uh, eighteen-year-old blacks uh, taking second grade uh, math. So they call that racist. And to make things equal, what they did was, uh, they probably don't even use chalkboards anymore in school, but suppose the teacher put on a chalkboard 2 plus 2 equals. Say little white Mary raises her hand and says 2 plus 2 equals 4. That is the true correct answer. Now, say we take a little mentally challenged black Toby and uh, he says uh, 2 plus 2 equals this many while holding up three figures. Because he's an imbecile, little Toby's answer is correct, too. Now, until you get to graduation time, I don't think I have to explain uh, <laughs> what's uh, going to happen. And I, I bring this up, too, because I saw an article, uh, that was maybe a year ago, uh, a black uh, uh, mom and dad was suing uh, Baltimore uh, High School because their daughter graduated and couldn't read. That's right. Twelve year, well, a black student might be 16 years of a 12-year education. They come out, graduate, and not be able to read. That's what equity is, uh, people. Now, tell me what's going to happen when these people hit the job markets. And plus, uh, 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 the, uh, uh, how can I put it, uh, uneducated uh, uh, dumbasses, they're going to, uh, non-white, are going to get preference over a job. Okay, okay, here's an example. Say uh, uh, little black Toby that said two plus two equals this many while holding up three figures. Suppose he goes for a job uh, after graduation, and so does little Mary. Uh, little Mary uh, probably graduated with a 4.0 uh, grade average. Little retarded Toby will get the job before uh, Little Mary, all in the name of equity. It should it should be hard to figure out, and we're there. Uh, we're, we're we're getting there quickly. How that's going to turn out in the job market? Uh, we are starting to see the generations of indoctrinated children now entering uh, the job markets. Uh, professors, uh, high school teachers that uh, uh, want to teach socialism. Uh, they want to uh, teach uh, critical race theory. Uh, so we're seeing the damage now, and it's only going to get worse. Uh, now, I'm going to close out the show this evening. Uh, this is uh, uh, a tale, uh, or uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, hopefully uh, some white women listen to this. Uh, this I call a tale of a mud shark. Uh, this comes from people.com. The headline is, pregnant mom of three is stabbed to death. Police say she was targeted by two acquaintances. 
Mom's white. Uh, it shows a picture of <laughs> three little uh, black mongrels. Now, these are her three kids. And uh, guess what? Stabbed. Let's see who stabbed her. Uh, we'll see what these acquaintances, uh, what their names were. Uh, two people have been arrested in Georgia in connection with the murder of 26-year-old mother of three who was 20 weeks pregnant with her fourth child. Good grief. Four, four mongrels. Uh, early Wednesday morning, police on patrol in LaGrange happened upon the body of Brianna Burgess. And he was released from the department notes Burgess had been stabbed multiple times and that her unboiled, unborn child was killed in the attack. Uh, hours after the pregnant woman's remains were found, detectives identified two suspects. <laughs> Guess what? And I swear to God I did not read this article uh, before... Uh, Right now, 99% uh, of the articles I do on the show, I don't read these uh, before the show. I don't want to have a planned uh, response because uh, people can tell when you uh, plan something. And the things that are going on in America, they don't. you don't have to sit and try to think about how you want to present it because any way you present it, it shows the truth. Now, here are the uh, hours after the pregnant woman's remains were found. Detectives identified two suspects. What did they tell you at the beginning of the article? I can't wait to see the names. Curtis Avery and Chalandra Freeman. Uh, well, Curtis Avery is 28 and Chalandra Freeman, 27. Uh, they were both taken into custody. Online records confirm that they are being held without bond after being charged with murder and feticide. Without specifying, the uh, statement alleges that evidence of the crime was recovered from the home Avery and Freeman share. The statement claims that Avery, Freeman, and Burgess have known each other for several years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, good grief. Uh, police allege that Burgess was specifically targeted by the couple, but have not yet speculated on a possible motive. Well, here's the motive. She's a mud shark. She has, well, was on the fourth mongrel child. That's the motive. Uh, uh, she's a mud shark, and she was murdered by blacks. You know, I don't understand white women. You see the, the statistics that uh, there are more black-on-black -black crimes uh, statistically. So black people kill their own. It's almost like having rabies or something. Uh, but they'll kill their own. Do you actually think as a white woman that these savages aren't going to turn on you? Uh Unbelievable. That's the motive, though. Uh, and then a GoFundMe campaign has been made to help cover the young mother's funeral costs. The unborn baby did not survive. Reads the page. Well, you know what? 
If I got to be honest, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, reads the page, which was created by Burgess's aunt, M Melissa Nicole Curian. She didn't deserve this, and this was the last thing we expected to happen. It was unclear Friday if either Avery or Freeman had entered pleas to the charges they faced, or if they have uh, retained attorneys. Now, the last thing that uh, uh, this white woman's family expected Tales of a Mud Shark. You know, uh, it shouldn't be surprising. And number one, you know, uh, if you can't raise your child uh, any better than to miscegenate with other, uh, with any non-white race, uh, again, uh, this is a uh, whole family's uh, problem. Uh, not just the mud shark, but her family for uh, uh, promoting her uh, being a mud shark. Unbelievable. Okay, uh, with that, I am going to close out this Thursday evening show. Uh, also, too, I hope everyone had a uh, blessed and wonderful uh, Christmas as well. Pretty soon here, we'll be into a whole new year. Uh, 2023. Let's hope it goes better than uh, last year. I don't see it, though, uh, but let's hope. Uh, I'll be right back here on uh, White Pride Radio with a news show uh, this Thursday, uh, December 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, two more evenings from now. Uh, the Live from the Rust Belt. Uh, I'm hoping to launch, uh, I believe it's January 8th. Uh, is that Sunday? Let me check my calendar here. Yeah, great. Uh, I think uh, the calendar only goes till November, and it has like a, a one-inch by a, a one-inch uh, uh, calendar for January. I don't know how anyone could see it, but I'm pretty sure it's January 8th. Uh, so check that out. Uh, all you have to do is download the Podbean app, uh, set up your account. All you need is an uh, email address. And then uh, every, uh, uh, we'll be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon instead of 7, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but about a quarter till 2 or 10 till, or a quarter till 3 or 10 till 3. Get on your Podbean app, go to the section where it shows you all the live uh, shows that are going on at that time, and find Live from the Rust Belt and tap on. Uh, you'll, listen, you'll hear a, a loop of music until exactly 3 p.m. Uh, when the show starts. The show is run exactly the same format as uh, this show, the Rust Belt Klansman. Uh, begin with a commentary piece and then go through some news. Uh, you can type in email. Uh, messages that everyone that's listening, uh, they can uh, type messages uh, with their comments. Uh, so uh, that's uh, great. You can communicate communicate with other people, and you can also call into the show. Uh, you can join me live if you have something to say, uh, add to an article, or uh, you know something that bothers you. Uh, you can call into the show 
and uh, have your say. Uh, here at uh, the Rust Belt Clansman Show, if you have any news articles, uh, suggestions, thoughts, things you want to get off of your chest, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. Uh, very simple. It's all lowercase letters. Hey, Rust Belt Clansman at mail.com. Uh, you can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, you can leave a voice message and you can also uh, uh, text that number. I always say, though, I don't have time to answer it, but if you send me something, I will acknowledge you. Uh, I read all my emails. I read uh, uh, all my texts and I read... Uh, uh, or listen to all the voicemails. So if you send me an article, I will definitely be in touch with you to thank you for that. Uh, if you uh, ask a question, uh, I will most definitely be in contact with you and uh, give you an answer to your question. Uh, if I don't know the question or the answer, I will find somebody that does. Uh, but you, you will get your answer. Uh, we're going to end this evening as... Uh, we always do here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show in prayer. Uh, so my white brothers and sisters, if you would bow your heads. Father, you are my strength and my support. And I put my trust in you to help me stand strong against the attacks of the enemy that try to derail me. Daily teach me and give me insight into the things you are doing. With the power you have given through the Holy Spirit. Help me to declare the hope of your good news with appropriate accompanying signs, drawing people to your offer of peace. I am in your debt, Lord, for the forgiveness you have offered, and you are even more generous in aiding me in growing my faith and my godly character. Without sharing your spirit with me and the instruction you provide through your word, I would be helpless against the world. Instead, I can stand with great confidence in you. Thank you for your goodness and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, great prayer there. Okay, so uh, I'm wrapping this show up, and uh, I'll see, oh, I won't see you, but you can hear me again in two evenings. Uh, Thursday, uh, December 29th, uh, I will be back. Uh, till then, take care of each other out there and stay safe. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman, myself, Paul Brown, WHITE POWER! Yeah, it dies. <laughs> it means.